Welcome to the Lexington Public Library's Tales from the Kentucky Room podcast, where we discuss everything Lexington and Fayette County history. I'm Miriam, and in each episode of this podcast, we will feature a guest that will share a piece of local history. So thank you for tuning in and enjoy. Welcome to the Tales from the Kentucky Room podcast, where we share stories of Lexington's history and people. I'm your host, David Bryant. Today I'm talking to Wayne Johnson in the second part of a series on the origin of Lexington street names. Welcome to the podcast, Wayne. Thanks, David. So, in a recent episode, we talked about streets in Lexington that are named after horses. And today, we're going to delve into other areas, including well-known subdivisions and and other fun topics. So, Wayne, just to get started, I think you wanted to talk a little bit about some of the subdivisions in Lexington, like Idle Hour and Meadowthorpe. Well, Idle Hour has an interesting name theme history. Of course, Idle Hour Drive is named after... Colonel E.R. Bradley's Outlier Farm, which was formerly called Ash Grove. And so when uh, Bradley purchased Ash Grove in 1910, his wife, Mrs. Bradley, said it was going to be a place of leisure, so they named it Outlier. So Outlier Drive is named after Bradley's Outlier Farm, place of leisure. And uh, that's the main road in that subdivision. Uh, it was built, I guess, the mid to late 50s, maybe, if I got my dates right. And the developer, William Blackerby, his family was Catholic. So he decided when he was going to name the streets out there, he would name them after his children, his wife, other family members, and put a saint in front of them because of the Catholic designation. So that's why you have streets like St. Margaret, who was a, a daughter of Blackerby, St. William, who was a son. St. James, also a son. He named St. Matilda after his wife, Matilda. Other streets out there, Coburn Boulevard's not a saint, but it was named after his daughter, Coburn. you got to wonder if there was, uh-huh. why, why he didn't name that saint, but he named that after his daughter, Coburn. Uh, St. Anne was named after his sister-in-law. St. Philip was named after his grandson, Philip. St. Teresa was named for a cousin, Teresa. Will Font Drive, named for his son, William Font Blackerby Jr. His his full name, the developer, was William Font Blackerby Sr. So Will Font Drive is a kind of an acronym of of that. Is that the right word, acronym? St. Christopher, St. Michael. Interesting story I have about Ilar is I grew up going to a Catholic school. So our school bus would go through Ilar every morning, you know, first grade through my sixth grade or whatever, and I uh, always felt prepared whenever the school would have a quick quiz on saints, because if I couldn't name one, I'd just Think start the naming my st- <laughs> the streets over there in Eyeliar. Anyway, that, that was an interesting way of naming streets, and uh, that's how that came about. We mentioned subdivisions. There's some other subdivisions out there that uh, have some interesting name origins. Of course, everybody is familiar with Metathorpe and Metathorpe Avenue, which is located off of Leestown Road. It's named for a stock farm and mansion, which was owned by Jacob Hotstetter, and he built it in, I think, uh, 1849 on the property. And the Metathorpe subdivision was created in 1949 
by an act approved by the City Planning and Zoning Commission, and they decided to name one of the streets Metathorpe Avenue after the stock farm Metathorpe. Some other streets out there, interesting names, Larch Lane. I'm sure a lot of us are familiar with Larch Lane. I know my stepsons are because we used to have train club meetings there every uh, fourth Friday of the month, or, and we would always say, we're going to Larch Lane tonight. Uh, Larch Lane was named for the numerous larch trees in the area. Another road out there is Pepper Road, so named for a, a Colonel James Pepper, who was the owner of a distillery in the Metathorpe area. Taylor Drive is also located out there, and it was named for the owner of the property at the time, Hugh Taylor, and that road opened in 1951. Uh, here's an interesting one, Glendale Road. The developer, Hugh Taylor, named it in honor of the Glendale Cemetery in California. And now, why would he name it after a cemetery in California? Well, one of Taylor's favorite actors was the famed actor Wallace Berry. Uh-huh. And the very day that they were naming the street, Wallace Berry was buried in Glendale Road. So in honor of Wallace Berry, he named the street Glendale Road. Oh, okay. And so I think we talked a little bit about this in your last interview, but how did you go about collecting a lot of this information? My hobby is collecting old newspapers, I, especially local Lexington Herald, Lexington Leader newspapers. I got started in my collection on July 21st, 1969, because my mom bought some extra copies of the Herald Leader when man landed on the moon for the first time, and she gave each one of the kids a copy. And she said, here, save this. This will be, you know, important one day. It's important even on that day. So that's the point I, I said, hey, this is pretty neat. So mm -hmm. I really got into it in the early 80s, just collecting old newspapers. And I'd run across stories about how streets were named and it's not, it's, these things are not easy to compile because they're mm -hmm. like, there's no book or no reference source. You just run across a newspaper article and, oh, that's how that street was named. So I just started whenever I looked through old newspapers at home or here at the library and, uh, on microfilm, if I see a story about a street name, I just copy it and compile it in my notebook. And you mentioned um, newspaper articles, and one of the things that actually I learned from you working in the Kentucky Room, when people come in and they're researching where their ancestor may have lived or their house in Lexington, there are lots of references in the paper. And I'm thinking specifically about an article in the Herald Leader that was all about the way street names have changed over time. Yes. And so, like... If we could talk about a couple of examples, for example, limestone. Yeah, limestone, people wonder why limestone's called limestone. Well, the road leads to Maysville, and Maysville used to be called limestone. And when limestone was changed to Maysville, the street here remained limestone. It used to be called, before limestone, it used to be called mulberry Mulberry Street because yes. of the mulberry, I guess, mulberry trees. But uh, it, it was basically named Limestone because it, it leads up to uh, Limestone, I think the Limestone Creek or Quarry or whatever up in Maysville. And uh, they just kept the name. And that's that's how Limestone 
got its name. Yeah. And are there any other street names you know about? The change? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, out here at Main Street, that wasn't always called Main Street. I think it was called, back in the Pioneer days, Boone Station Road, a certain segment of it. Broadway used to be called uh, Main Cross Road, I think it was. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. And then uh, High Street used to be called Hill Street ah. because it's, you know, goes up. Not to change the subject too abruptly, but another area of the city that I was interested to learn about was an area you called Newspaper Row yes. off South Limestone. Newspaper Row is pretty interesting. I pass by there every day uh, coming in and going going home. Newspaper Row is off Limestone Street, and uh, it's basically right across the street from the UK Medical Center that area right before you get to Cooper. And those some of those streets were named in honor of Lexington newspapers. For an example, Gazette Avenue was named in honor of the first newspaper in Kentucky, the Kentucky Gazette, which, by the way, we have the second copy here. Transcript Avenue uh, was named in honor of the 19th century newspaper, the Lexington Transcript. Uh, Leader Avenue, for all some of us old-time Lexingtonians, we remember the old Lexington Leader afternoon newspaper. It was named in honor of the Lexington Leader newspaper. The Leader was a news daily afternoon paper from 1888 through 1982, and then it merged the Herald and became the Lexington Herald as we know it today. Press Avenue was named in honor of the Lexington's first daily newspaper, the Lexington Daily Press. Uh, that paper was founded in 1870, and in 1895, it merged with the Lexington Transcript, and that's what eventually became the Lexington Herald Morning Paper. The newspaper row is very interesting because of the names, and like I said, we have the newspapers here on microfilm and some in bound volumes here in the Kentucky Room, so if, if anybody out there listening wants to do some research in old newspapers, the Kentucky Room is the place to go. Definitely. Now, a couple other streets out there. State Street. I know it's pretty, it's right near Newspaper Row. And I know it gets a lot of publicity during famous UK basketball or football wins. Uh, they like to burn couches over there. But State Street <laughs> was named after the University of Kentucky used to be called State University. Yeah, there's just so many like connections that you don't always, you don't know until you, you learn about some of these details. And it's, it's really. Yeah. Um, I, I think about it every, every time I drive home and, you know, you see Gazette Avenue staring you right in the face. And, uh, yeah, I see transcript Avenue all the time. And then yeah. I finally connected. Yeah. You told me, you told me I was thinking college that. transcript. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'd, College transcript is definitely something I do not want to talk about in this <laughs> podcast. Another interesting uh, street name theme was something that was created by a local developer. He's a former state legislator, and I call him Mr. Street Name. I've given him a designation as Mr. Street Name because he, he just had an interesting way of naming streets, and that's Ted Osborne. And he would develop a lot of areas out there on the south end of town, and he would name them after his children or family members, uh, or he was a former Kiwanis Club uh, member, and he named, there's a bunch of streets out there on the south end that are named, if you ask somebody, well, who's this named after? Nobody would ever guess, but he named a bunch of streets after former Kiwanis Club international presidents, and I'll just give you a, a few examples here. Sure. Gladman Way 
was named after Kiwanis President of Massonville, Kentucky, Maurice Gladman. Weber Road was named for Robert Weber of Gross Point, Michigan. He was president in the late 60s. Irby Court, another Kiwanis president. I'll just read them off here sure. real quick. They're pretty sure. interesting. Foresight Drive, Tally Road, Handball Lane, Instad Court, McKittrick Court, Lansford Court, Summerhays Court, Solberg Lane, Pfeiffer Court, Moylan Lane. All of them are named after former Kiwanis Club presidents. I just think that's a really creative way for somebody to come up with names and mm-hmm. to also honor uh, people that he worked with in my research. He would actually send, he'd take a picture of the street sign when when the street was uh, developed, and he would send the street sign picture to the person he was named after. And those people always got a big kick out of that because it's a pretty big honor having a street named after you, especially if you're not even from that hometown. All these folks are from outside Lexington. So Ted Osborne was a very creative name developer. Mm-hmm. And he also named some streets after his uh, family members. Della Drive off Harrisburg Road was named after his uh, first wife, Della. And that was developed, I think, in 1953. Zandel Drive, uh, we all know where Zandel is. Well, that was uh, named after his daughter, Zan. Ah, And then (laughs) Holloman Road, those of us who know our Lexington Public Library history know that uh, the former Southland branch used to be located on Holloman Road. Well, that was named for his daughter, Holly Wynn. Lee Adams Lane was named for his son, Lee Adams. Cheryl Lane, also over there off Harrisburg Road near Della Drive, was named after his uh, niece, Cheryl. Now, the one I can't quite find is there's a street right next to Cheryl Lane called Lynn Drive. And I said, this has to, Osborne had to name it after somebody named Lynn. And I've looked and I've looked and I haven't been able to find out who Lynn is. So I'm still searching. Yeah, that would make sense that it was. And those are just a few, few of the names. He developed a lot of properties out there on the South End. And he, like I said, I consider him Mr. Street Name because he, he just seemed to have fun with creating names for the streets. Because I know we mentioned in the last podcast that developers didn't like having to come up with names. They dreaded, some of them dreaded having to come up with it. He, he seemed to have fun with it. And then um, moving back closer to downtown, so there are a number of streets that are affiliated with Henry Clay. Yes. As well. You know, when people think of Ashland, they just think of, nowadays, they just think of that little area where the Ashland estate is. Well, back when Henry Clay lived, there was a big farm, and it really stretched out a long way. And so a lot of the streets over there on his former farmland were named in relation to Henry Clay's life. Or family members. For an example, Hart Road was named in honor of uh, Clay's wife, her maiden name, Lucretia Hart Clay. Now, Shinaway Road, I think I mentioned this maybe in the last podcast. I can't remember. That's really how I got uh, interested in compiling a list of street names is we had a caller here in the Kentucky room. I gosh, more than 25 years ago. Uh-huh. How did Shinaway or Chino, he may have pronounced it Chino, I can't remember. How did Shinaway get its name? And I'm like, I don't know. You know, so mm-hmm. I'll research it for you and give you a call back. I think I had a call back. So I researched it. I don't know how I found it, but I, and uh, that's how I got interested in, 
you know, compiling the right. list of street names. If not for anything else, as a possible reference source for when other people call and say, hey, what's this street named after? Because I've had people over the years ask, you know, what's this named after? And it's not just streets. It's uh, schools, buildings. I was talking to somebody, gosh, maybe last month about Jacobson Park. And, you know, Jacobson Park is named after a former executive of the Lexington Water Company. Uh, water company donated to land to Lexington and uh, E.E., I think it's E.O. or E.E. E. Jacobson. So <clears throat> uh, it's interesting how how these uh, names come about and people will ask about them. Do they uh, ever ask you, what is the official pronunciation of Chenoway? <laughs> I think I've corrected or I've, in, I'm the last one to be able to pronounce something correctly. <laughs> But growing up here in Lexington, we've always known it as Shinaway. Shinaway. Again, my school bus went up Shinaway uh-huh. up to Christ the King. So I always have known it as Shinaway. It's Shinaway. But you have, you will have people pronounce it as who aren't from Lexington as Shino. Uh huh. I've heard all kinds of pronunciation. <laughs> uh, I, I would go with Shinaway. All right. That's my official old-time Lexitonian pronunciation. We have though. it from Wayne Johnson. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That is. Uh, well, anyway, Shinway Road was part of the old uh, Clay Farm, and it was named for his Lucretia, his wife's Lucretia Clay's aunt, who was Shinway Hart. Fincastle Road was named in honor of Fincastle, Virginia, which was a county where Kentucky County originated. Yes. Fincastle County used to be include all of the present-day Kentucky. Chenault Road was named in honor of a Clay family name, uh, Chenault. Ashwood Drive, Catapa Road, uh, Sycamore were all named in honor of trees that were abundant on the Clay uh, estate. Dow Road was named in honor of Major Henry McDowell and his wife, Ann Clay McDowell, and she was a granddaughter of Henry Clay. And McDowell actually purchased Ashland in 1882. So that's how you come up with the name McDowell. Uh, Richmond Road is the capital of Clay's home state, Virginia. So the name Richmond. And also it leads to Richmond. But I don't think Richmond, Kentucky was named after, I think it was named after Clay's uh, Richmond, Virginia. I think it was, well, I think it was named after Richmond, Virginia, but not because it was Clay's home state. It was another fella who was from that area. (laughs) So I didn't do, I didn't get that far into the research. Clay Avenue near Woodland Park, named after Henry Clay. Ashland Avenue, named after the Ashland uh, trees uh, that were on the estate. Adair Road was named in honor of Clay's uh, 1804 Senate opponent, John Adair. Can you imagine uh, in today's political world, somebody naming a street after their opponent? No, I really can't. It's not (laughs) happening. I could name. I could think of some names they would come up with, but we won't go there. Uh, Prather Road was named after uh, Henry Clay Jr.'s wife's maiden name, Julie Prather Clay. Um, and of course, uh, Hanover Avenue was named after, in honor of Clay's birthplace. He was born in Hanover County, Virginia. And then uh, Slashes Road was named in honor of Clay's nickname as a kid. He was uh, known as the Millboy. Of the slashes. I've always wondered about that one, yeah. What, where that came from. Yeah. So That was his nickname, Millboy the Slashes. Slashes was Clay's ancestral home, which was a marshy area 
in his home county of Hanover County. That's how Slashes got its name. So all those streets out there were to uh, honor the Henry Clay estate, the farm. It's pretty interesting. You mentioned Richmond Road, but also like um, Harrodsburg Road. The implication is it's going the direction of Harrodsburg. Harrodsburg. Yeah. And of course, Harrodsburg, Kentucky was named after Pioneer. I think his name's James. I have it written down here somewhere. I used to have all this stuff memorized, but I'm getting older, so I gotta <laughs> I gotta write myself notes. Harrodsburg, Kentucky, was named after uh, James Harrod, famous early pioneer. You mentioned Harrodsburg Road, a couple other big roads here in town, Tate's Creek Road. It was so named for the road's destination point, where the Tate's Creek, there's a creek called Tate's Creek, enters the Kentucky River in Madison County. The creek at the river was named uh, for a pioneer named Samuel Tate. And presumably, this this was a friend of Daniel Boone, and Daniel Boone decided that he was going to name the creek uh, Tate's Creek after his friend Samuel Tate. But Daniel Boone didn't name Tate's Creek Road. He wasn't around for that. (laughs) You have Nicholsville Road which, of course, leads to uh, Nicholsville. Well, it was named because it leads to Nicholsville, but Nicholsville, uh, Kentucky, is named after George Nicholas, who was an early Kentucky lawyer, judge, and he helped form the first Kentucky state constitution in 1792. So in honor of him, Nicholsville was named, and then, of course, Nicholsville Road is named for Nicholsville because it leads to Nicholsville. And another interesting street, Lane Allen Road, uh, we are, we're all familiar with Lane Allen Road. We're, we're, it was formerly called Cove Springs Pike, and it was renamed in February of 1925, actually on February 21st, 1925, by the county court. Since the road passed the birthplace of famed Lexington novelist James Lane Allen, the county court decided to n- uh, rename the street on the very day that uh, James Lane Allen was buried, I think over here at the Lexington Cemetery to honor uh, James Lane Allen. Of course, you got Martin Luther King Boulevard. We didn't always have a Martin Luther King Boulevard in the early days. It was formerly Harrison Avenue and Walnut Street combination, and it was renamed in 1988 by the Lexington City Council to to honor uh, Dr. King. So we have Martin Luther King Boulevard as a result. Cooper Drive is an interesting story in my mind, at least. I always thought maybe Cooper Drive might have been named after the famed Kentucky Senator John Sherman Cooper. Okay. But uh, it wasn't. It was named after a longtime dean of UK's Agricultural School and also at one time an interim president of UK, Thomas Pole Cooper. That's who Cooper Drive is named after. Maxwell Street, you've heard of Maxwell Street? Named after the early Lexington pioneer, John Maxwell. And so with some of the downtown street names, you know, do we know, you know, where Upper Street, where that came from? Or? For my research, Upper Street was named as a result of you had the town branch going through the downtown area and go up right. the branch. Okay. You know, that's... Mm-hmm. That's where Upper Street got its name is uh-huh. the branch was lower. And and then presumably Market led to the Market. Well, Market Street, as I understand, was named after the uh, old Market House that was in the Cheapside Park area. The early Market House was in that area. 
and Market Street was named uh, as a result. And of course, Church Street, mm-hmm. because I would assume the various churches. We have a fascinating l- history. Num- yeah. Number of churches in that area, oh, great yeah. architecture. Mm-hmm. And I don't get over there very often, but uh, it's it's an uh, interesting area to walk. Uh, but Church Street, I'm uh, assuming, got its name because of those churches. Patterson Street, we all know who uh, Robert Patterson is, one of the founders of uh, Lexington, Colonel Robert Patterson. And it was originally called Lower Street. And people were so accustomed to referring to that street as, well, it's a street that runs by Colonel Patterson's house. So somebody asked, you know, what street's Colonel Patterson's house is? And, and so finally, they just decided they're going to just name the street Patterson Street because everybody went by there and said, oh, there's James Patterson's house. I mentioned earlier, Main Street used to call be called Boone Station Road. And there's, I think there's some other names there. Broadway was called uh, Main Cross. Main Cross. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm trying to think. Of, um I'm sure there's a reason Vine Street is called Vine Street. I haven't quite run across the official designation of Hmm. Vine Street. Somebody wrote a newspaper article years ago that referred to, I haven't seen any vines on Vine Street, so where where did it get its name? (laughs) And, you know, we always point this out uh, to people that are new to Lexington or not as old as, say, I am. We would look out on Main Street and I would tell them, hey, you know, Main Street used to be two-way. Uh, June 24th, 1971 was the changeover where Main Street became one way and Vine Street became one way headed east, Main Street headed west. And people are surprised to hear that Main Street used to be two way, but I, I remember, I'm right. old enough to remember it. Yeah. And, you, you know, another to get outside the downtown area, just for a second here, sure. Russell Cave Road has a very interesting name and it was named in honor of Colonel William Henry Russell and a cave that was located on his property. And that area is famous for this is where Cassius Clay had his famous fight with I think Samuel Brown and invented the uh, Mr. Potato Head in reverse maneuvers. It's a pretty it's a pretty famous fight. We referred to it in our Cassius Clay podcast a couple years ago, but that's where that fight took place. So, I mean, clearly you have an encyclopedic knowledge. We could go on for hours. Are there any like names that just really stand out to you that you want to talk about? You know, we, we talked about subdivisions earlier. And, you know, some of these subdivisions have interesting naming themes, and I'll just run across some of those. Blueberry Hills subdivision uh, out there on the south end of town off of uh, Wilson Downing has a college and university naming theme. So you got streets out there called Yale Drive, Tulane Drive, Purdue Place, Vanderbilt Drive, Temple Drive, Stanford Drive, Dartmouth Drive, Harvard Drive. And I was thinking about it coming in today. It'd be interesting. Uh, they probably had some exciting conversations back in the day when children would tell their parents uh, they're going over to the friends to, or they would say, "I'm going over to I'm going to Harvard." Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, are you? okay. That's <laughs> yeah. pretty exciting. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's my bad joke for the <laughs> for the podcast. Twin Oak Subdivision uh, has a naming theme, and it's off off. Uh, Pasadena, that area out there here between Harrodsburg Road and Nicholasville Road. 
Clay's Mill Road. Uh, they have a Western City uh, naming theme. So that's why you got streets out there called Yuma Court and Seattle Drive and Wichita Drive, uh, Pasadena Drive, Portland Drive, Laramie Drive, Burbank Court, uh, Phoenix Road. Uh, the developers decided to just have a naming theme of Western City names. The uh, north end of town in the Eastland area, it used to be called, uh, when it first originated in the early 60s, it was called the Dixie Subdivision, but they've gotten away from that name for, mm -hmm. for obvious reasons. But it has a southern city naming theme, so that's why you have places like Raleigh Road and Charleston Drive and Augusta Drive, Gainesville Court, Tampa Court, Sarasota Court, Nashville Court, all southern cities. So a lot of those streets out there, Atlanta Drive, are named with the southern city naming theme. You know, growing up here in Lexington, never even thought about it. But Right. Well, that's one of the things we were talking about last time. It's these details you don't always think about them. You just drive down these streets oh, yeah. every day, and then at a certain point, you start to see these themes <laughs> and the naming of the streets. And just a couple, a few other subdivisions real quick. There's Clemens Heights out there off of uh, Clay's Mill Road, past Man of War. Can anybody guess what Clemens Heights is? Is it Samuel? After? Exactly. Okay. It, it was named in honor of Mark Twain's Samuel Clemens. Uh -huh. So you got streets out there, which I, I, I really like this street name here, Huckleberry Circle, uh -huh. <laughs> you know, after Huckleberry Finn, Sawyer Court, Twain Ridge Court. So uh, streets out, some streets out there are named in honor of Mark Twain, Samuel, Samuel Clemens. Garden Springs had a naming theme of uh, plants, flowers, and trees out there in the garden side area. So that's why you have streets called T. Rose Drive, Dogwood Drive, Jasmine Drive, Sage Road. Garden Springs Drive got its name because there was, uh, apparently the subdivision was built on, in an area which consisted of a lot of streams. So you got Garden Springs. And then you got the garden side area, which had a Civil War battle theme for their names. Uh, Manassas Drive, Frederick, Fredericksburg Road, Gettysburg Road. Antietam Road, so that's that's Vicksburg Road. Can't forget Vicksburg. And then uh, further on over toward the Cardinal Valley area, you had a French city and an English city naming theme. So that's why you see streets like Devonport Drive, Deauville Drive, which, by the way, Deauville's, I think it's still the sister, one of the sister cities yes. of Lexington. So there's a lot of uh, French and uh and then, of course, in Hamburg, you have Tuscany with, like, Carducci yeah. and some Italian-named streets. Yeah, yeah. So, just a few other things here. Uh, just a few other street names I find okay. pretty interesting. I'll just run through them quickly here. Is Southland Drive. Everybody knows Southland Drive, but a lot of people don't know it was formerly called Southern U-Pass Road. It was renamed Southland by the county court on June 23rd, 1956. Of course, in 1956, this was before the merger. So that far out, that would be considered the county, not the city, necessarily the city of Lexington. So that's why you have the county court doing the renaming of the street. But Southland Drive used to be called Southern U-Pass. Uh, apparently, some of the merchants out there, property owners, didn't uh, want it to change the name to something uh, like Southland. So... Turkey Foot Road. We've all heard of Turkey Foot Road. Well, one of the developers out there was J.W. Davis. 
And while he was traveling through Kenton County, Kentucky, one day, he saw a turkey foot road in Kenton County. And he was developing that, uh, that area. And he said, ah, that's a good catchy name. So he named Turkey Foot Road after that road in Kenton County. Clay's Mill Road, a lot of people might think it's named after Henry Clay, but it's actually named after an honor of Marston Clay, who was the owner of a grist flour mill that was located at the end of where Clay's Mill Road ends now. And a lot of the, the roads like Parker's Mill and Huffman Mill, etc., were named because families by that name had mills in the area. So that's how they, oh, okay. they got its name. Lansdowne Drive. I always thought it was kind of interesting. Again, the developers, uh, J.W. Davis and a man by the name of McEachin, they both developed the uh, Lansdowne area. On a trip to Natchez, Mississippi, they saw the name Lansdowne on one of the old plantation farms down there. And uh, when they named Lansdowne, I guess, in the 50s, they said, oh, that's, that's a catchy name. For sports fans, Avenue of Champions which is located on a section of Euclid Avenue between Rose Street and Limestone Street. It was renamed in April of 1951 in honor of UK's football and basketball championships. A person from Bartstown, Kentucky, Jerry Bean, suggested the name after New York City's Avenue of Americas. Of the Americas. Yeah. And he just thought it'd be a great way to honor the 1951 Sugar Bowl champion UK football team, which beat the number one Oklahoma team at like a 47-game winning streak. And to this day, you know, if you debate football in UK, I'll debate anybody on football. That victory is the greatest victory in UK football history, bar none. And then the basketball championship, uh, UK won it in 1951. And anyway, that area of between uh, Rose Street and Limestone is where the old Stallfield football stadium was, of course, Memorial Coliseum. So that was the area where the Avenue of Champions came from. Your knowledge of Lexington streets is truly like an encyclopedia. So well, it's just it's, it's, it's really impressive. It's um, it's it's not like not like I'm a genius. I just see a newspaper <laughs> article, I copy it, and I write it down in a in a book and. Then when you decide you're going to have a podcast, you're ready. But, you know, it leads me to thinking about the knowledge of these street name changes when people are doing research and they're looking in newspaper articles. If you're looking for the wrong name of the street, you know, it's where this kind of information really does make a big difference in what you're looking for. And also, I know both of y'all have worked at Kentucky Room, the the 190, I think it's 1901 street numbering changes in down in the downtown area what was an address in 1900 would have been different the following year because they redid the numbers so you'll have people uh, coming into kentucky room looking for such and such main street and you have to tell them oh by the way you know it, ch- it changed numbers in 1901 our city directories the 1901 city directory does a great job explaining to change over and has the old number and the new number. That's a great source to use when you're helping people with that kind of research. You know, there's also a, a few other street names I'll just mention okay. here. Just interesting to me. You know, Kramer Avenue. Do you know how Kramer Avenue? I don't. Know. Okay. Signed out. Uh, but no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sure Kramer will get a street named after him eventually. But uh, anyway, uh, Kramer Avenue off of Richmond Road was named in honor of a man by the name of Fred Kramer, who was the uh, president of the Lexington Brick Company. 
that whole area, Kenwick, was developed in the, I think, beginning in the 1908, that time period. So, so Kramer Avenue was off there. Mintel Park is named after a couple famous or, or noted Frenchmen here in town, uh, Franklin Augustus and Charlotte Mintel. And they opened up a dance uh, school, a girl, uh, boarding school for girls. And Mintel Park, which is off Richmond Road, is named after those two people. So, there, you know, there's quite a few. I could go on forever. Casty Avenue was named after or named in honor of the former city and uh, county school superintendent of the early 1900s, Maslin A. Cassidy. And, of course, Cassidy School was named after him also. I'm, uh, I'm sure you can answer this one, David. Okay. If you can't, I'll be very disappointed. Lafayette Parkway. Oh, yes. Okay. You Marquita did a pod- Lafayette, yes. Yes, you did that, f- that mm-hmm. uh, great podcast a few months ago when mm-hmm. Lafayette came to visit. Well, of course, Lafayette Parkway, Lafayette Avenue is named in honor of the General Lafayette. It's impossible to cover them all in this podcast, and it's also impossible because I don't, I don't have all of them. I just compile them when I run across them. But I think that's a great point. If you are interested in learning about your local history and your city, you know, please come visit the Kentucky Room. We have staff like Wayne who are here. They'll help you research a topic, direct you to, to great resources to learn about your family history, the history of Lexington, history of Kentucky. And, and there's many subdivisions and many streets that we haven't covered that we can probably tell you the origin of the name if you came in and are called and asked and we could do some research for you. Wayne, it's always fun talking to you. I learned so much every time and we'll have to come up with some more topics oh, to cover. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> And like I said, uh, and you mentioned it too, uh, Lexington has a great history and the Kentucky Room is really the go-to source in, in my mind mm-hmm. to uh, research this. It's open to the public. It's your library. And we have the the staff who will help you with yeah. it too. That's the great thing about our collection. Yeah. And a very knowledgeable staff. And, uh, you know, what these podcasts do also is it really helps our knowledge, you know, researching this. I mean, even though I've researched this years ago, you know, you forget about it. And then when you come up and say, hey, we're doing a podcast on the street name, I volunteer. And- Absolutely. Okay. Well, thanks, Wayne. Oh, okay. Thanks, David. Thanks for listening to Tales from the Kentucky Room, a podcast brought to you by the Central Library's Kentucky Room staff at the Lexington Public Library. If you enjoyed listening, please take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. If you have any questions about local history or genealogy research, you can visit us in the Kentucky Room to use our collection and newspaper microfilm, or you can email us at elibrarian at lexpublib.org. That's elibrarian at l-e-x-p-u-b-l-i-b dot org. I'm Miriam, and we'll be back with another trip down Lexington's memory lane. <laughs>